0: Hey there, this week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021, So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So, in addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my pre-emptive, preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case, but Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see you know, his teaching style and what you're going to learn, and the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation, and the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below, or simply go to the TheMindBodySpiritNetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May, so you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now on to today's episode. Well, hello, and welcome to your weekly dose of higher consciousness. I'm your happy host and trumpeter of truth, Liz Garcia, and I've created this podcast to help you with simple steps for how to be happy and love yourself, but more importantly, to understand how to let go and understand levels of consciousness and where true power and true love and true happiness and true life's fulfillment really exist. And put that all into context so you actually have a map to show you where you need to be in order to have the life that you want. So before we get started, we we have a bunch of things I do every week. First off, I want to to, uh, thank our sponsors, the MindBodySpiritNetwork.com, where you can find everything you expect to find there in the realm of mind, body, spirit, health, and transformation, including a directory of of alternative and holistic professionals, weekly online events that we share um, with, we have experts from all over the world that share really interesting topics that then lead into seven or eight week online courses. And we also have the Lighthouse Store, which is a library of online courses, member curated books, uh, professional, certification courses and continuing education courses that are all really alternative and interesting things to check out. So every week I have three things that we do before we, but before we get started today let's talk about today's topic. Today's topic is about your view of yourself and what that says in consciousness. And on the map of consciousness in Dr. Hawkins' books power versus force. This is power versus force, which is what the the first read I'd recommend if you're going if you're interested in the topic that we're talking about and you want to understand the map of consciousness and where true power really exists, power versus force is the place to start. And um, so today we're going to talk about and there's all these there's six columns on the map of consciousness, and one of those columns is called self-view, meaning how do you perceive yourself? So we're going to talk about self-view and, and see, you know, I want you, I'm going to ask you, well, how do you perceive yourself, right? I'll ask you this right now. What, what comes to mind first? And then I like to say, <laughs> wait a minute, and then what comes to mind second? So it'll be interesting to see how you perceive yourself and at what level of comp- consciousness are you operating in regards to yourself and light. And most of us don't think highly of ourselves seemingly, <laughs> or if you do, you know, we'll see what that's all about and help you unravel the self view so that you are living from a positive oriented constructive view of yourself and learning to love yourself, which is part of my uh, intention here in your weekly dose. But before we get to our topic, we're going to start off with two things that I always do. And the first is, since my little tagline is simple steps to how to be happy and love yourself, I want to use, I use Dr. Hawkins' book of slides And in his book of slides, there's something called 101 Ways to Happiness. So at the beginning of every podcast, I'm knocking off each of these ways to happiness. And we're up to number 13 today. And what he has to say about ways to being happy is choose to decide something instead of to just hope. So be decisive instead of hopeful. And here's a little bit more of what he says about that. So where do you want to go now? All right. You want to go somewhere in your life. You want to do something. You want to be something. You got to make a decision about it. Take action as opposed to just sitting around and being hopeful. And don't just do something because there's, because others ask you to do it or you feel like you should do it because you'll likely end up blaming them if things go awry and, you know, You don't want to blame anyone for anything because you want to take decisive action and be responsible for your own life. This is of higher consciousness to decide to take charge of your life, make your own decisions. And if you're going to hurt someone else's feelings, that's okay. But you got to, you know, kind of be diplomatic about it. How can I tell someone I got to run my own life? There's a ways to go about it. So, you know, there's there's risk in making decision okay and you got to step into courage and be willing to take the risk right courage is the first step in true power so and it's not going to kill you to step into courage you know you're going to learn from courage and there's there's the risk and it's going to go one way or another and you're like okay well that's you learn something from that even if you decide to stay at home and go and not go anywhere you could become decrepit <laughs> so That's like not stepping into courage. To to be decisive and take responsibility of your life requires courage. And that's one of Dr. Hawkins' 101 ways to happiness. Next up today is I always promise you my weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz. And the purpose of this is to help, you know, the more you listen to the podcast and the more you get what the map of consciousness is about, And the more you start to understand levels of consciousness, consciousness research has shown that regardless, exposure to the material is going to raise your level of consciousness, whether you're aware of it or not. And these little bits, these little quizzes every week I do is is aligned with that intention to show you different things throughout life. And they're all different types of quizzes. And this week we're going to talk about public service organizations. We did public service organizations last week as well, but it, it's interesting to put things that are well known out there into context as to their level of consciousness. And you'll start to begin to feel, and I'm gonna ask you to feel your way into the answer. Like, think about it, what, is the, what do they feel like? And this is an exercise in kind of aligning with higher levels of consciousness and understanding what's really going on there that these organizations calibrate at the levels of consciousness that they do. So today's public service organizations are, let me see on my little, make sure I do the right ones. I did it, I repeated myself last week, but that's okay. So the first one is the the American Medical Association. The level of consciousness of that versus the Girl and Boy Scouts of America, the level of consciousness of that, those organizations, and the Wounded Warrior Project. You're going to be surprised by this one, <laughs> or maybe not. I was a little bit surprised. So, I want you to think about they're all of higher consciousness. There's none that is better than another. They're just operating from different principles and standards and levels of consciousness. So, the American Medical Association was the first one, the Girls and Boy Scouts of America, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Which one is of highest consciousness? The answer you'll get at the end of this podcast. So today we're going to talk about the map of consciousness. And at the very beginning, uh, the first 10 episodes of this podcast, I highly recommend if you're new to this and you want to understand levels of consciousness better. and the one of the rain, main reasons i did this podcast is because a lot of people find power versus force dr hawkin's first book on which really kind of spells out decades of research and how he came to create the map of consciousness and the consciousness calibrations how he went about do how he went about doing the calibrations and figuring out the map so he's brilliant he's genius level um, doctor, psychiatrist, consciousness researcher. I mean, you've got to be brilliant to even grasp the concept of consciousness, if you ask me. <laughs> so I, I, I basically understand what's going on. And I got into this work because I have been experienced extremely high levels of consciousness and I, need to, I needed to understand where, how did I get there? Where was I? What was going on? And um, Dr. Hawkins has had similar experiences and it's because he was describing what I went through that drew me to him because I'm like, who else in the world is going to help me with this? I mean, it's a kind of a rare experience to be in higher levels of consciousness. And um, the map of consciousness even affirms that It's, it's rare to experience anything above 600 on the map of consciousness. And there's only about a dozen people or so, you know, comes and goes as people get born and die. Only a dozen people above 600 on the map of consciousness. So the first 10 episodes kind of lays the groundwork for what this podcast is all about. And I would recommend you go back to, um, I'm going to cover all of the columns in the map of consciousness every week. And so far I've done the high levels of consciousness and their calibrations. I've done the low levels of consciousness and those calibrations. Uh, recently did God View, which is a column in the calibrations that tells you wh- what, how do you perceive God? What's your perception of God? That's another podcast I did just on your God View to help you put into context your level of consciousness on these particular topics and how you could clean them up or improve them or raise your level of consciousness on all of these different you know, parts of the map. So a God view is a significant one worth knowing what your God view is. And today we're working on self view. Where are you at on your level of consciousness of yourself? How do you perceive yourself? So hopefully a thought came to mind <laughs> and I did this with the God view one. And when I first was introduced to the notion of what's my God view, my God view was punishing. But then I had a second thought. I'm like, that's not true. And I had to rethink it. I'm like, but why was that the first thing that came to mind? So you want to take a look at that because that first thing that came to mind is kind of like what's underlying my vibration and my, it's kind of a mass consciousness view of God that God is punishing. <laughs> which is not ideal. So I've cleaned up my act on that. And if I have a more realistic view of God is God is all being and loving is the truth. So I kind of realigned myself saying that's not true. The truth is God is all being incredibly loving, like beyond our, our, our capacity to imagine and incredibly compassionate. So take a look at my God view podcast. If you want to know more about that. forget what episode it is, but I'll look it up and I'll put it on the screen for those of you viewing this. Okay, so today we're talking about self-view. And I think we'll start at the bottom of the map (laughs) because likely many of you had a negative self-view, which I highly recommend you let go of that because there's no power in it. It is not true. And I'm sure you're asking me, what does that mean? It's not true. I'm going to do a whole podcast on what when something is not true. What does that mean? So we're going to stop at the bottom of the map. And if your self-view is hateful, that's the lowest level of consciousness you can have of yourself. And it only calibrates at 20 on the map of consciousness, which is 10 to the 20th power. And that is the level of consciousness of shame. This is not a great place to operate from at all. (laughs) You can get out of it, but it's likely you won't even be watching this if you're hateful and shameful of yourself. But maybe you will. I don't know. There's a way to get out of it, and it has to do with letting go of all the lower-level feelings that you have of yourself, and that's a whole other topic, how to let go. And I understand when you're trapped, kind of trapped, feeling stuck in these levels of consciousness, you don't feel like you can get out, but I can assure you, you can because I did. I've been in, trapped in these levels of consciousness that feel very like I keep, can't get out of them, but you can because you just can. You have the power within you to get out of them once you understand where you're at. Okay. So if your self-view is that you are evil, that's a little bit better than being hateful. I can't believe it, but it is. And the self-view of being evil is at the level of guilt on the map of consciousness, which calibrates at 30 or 10 to the 30th power. That's not ideal. Any lower level consciousness of your self-view that's, that's negatively oriented, I highly recommend you let you listen to how to let go get some help and work your way out of it because it's just stuck old energies old beliefs old patterns that aren't true that could have been triggered when you were a kid and they just kind of layered on themselves because you didn't know any better you didn't know any better about suppressing and repressing emotions as a child and how they can create something you don't really want in your life okay the next level of of self view that's A little bit better than evil, not much, is hopeless. And hopeless, if you're feeling apathetic about life and hopeless, you got to get help and despair. I've been there. I've been here in this level. It's not fun. You got to, I highly recommend any of these lower levels. You need some help. You need higher levels of consciousness to get you out. You have higher levels of consciousness within you, and I recommend you use them. The best you can but i highly recommend professional help too i'm not a doctor i'm just sharing what i have experienced and not everyone necessarily you know operates the way i do i have some other levels of consciousness that help you as you we all do so hopeless is that the level of consciousness is apathy and hatred and it calibrates at 10 to the 50th power now if you're feeling any of these things about yourself, but then you feel other things about yourself, you've got, I have an understanding that we're all a mixed bag of consciousness. But the fact that if any of these things is coming up about yourself, it's a signal that you need to wake up, pay attention to it, and be willing to let go of some of these feelings you have about yourself. Okay, next up on self view is the level of grief which is 75 on the map of consciousness. And the self view at this level is tragic. You feel like your life is tragic. Nothing's going your way. And you think God is uncaring. And this is just a perception, mind you. It's a. It feels like it's a reality because you're experiencing it. But I want to let you just kind of reiterate that every attra- every level of consciousness is what's called an impersonal attractor field it's a magnet there's a magnet of your self view and if your self view is tragic and god is uncaring you're a giant magnet for life to bring you all of these like you know you're an attractor for this now you know all of this is going to come to you at this level because you are attracting it and you expect it and that's kind of like the vibration going on within you, and you can let go of it. You can let go of it so that life, and you can move yourself up the map of consciousness. You really can. And we're going to talk about affirmations about how to go about doing that. So at 75, your self-view is tragic. You're operating from a very low level of consciousness, which which is at the level of grief. And if you've lost people in your life, you've had loved ones that have passed, and you're stuck in grief about it, there's ways to get out of it and let it go. And I just, <laughs> I just had a conversation with. Um, we did our monthly book review on the high, uh, on the mind body spirit network. We did a a monthly book review, and I did an interview this week with um, a medium, mediumship trainer. And we're talking about the healing energy of evidential mediumship, where a medium is someone who can connect with a loved one that has passed. And provide evidence, like clear evidence that this medium couldn't have known without information coming from your loved one that has passed. And there's a huge amount of healing that can go on from this connection. And if you're living in grief and you can't break free of grief, I'd recommend something like this to move the energy and help you feel at peace. And I, and when my mother passed, I had a friend do a mediumship reading with me, and it didn't matter what was said, it was the healing that was going on. So just a little sidebar, uh, if you check out my interview with Suzanne Giesman on HighVibeTribeRadio.com or High Vibe Tribe TV, we talk about mediumship, and this, this can help you get out of grief. If you're stuck attracting more grief and tragedy in your life, you want to get out of there. OK, so the next level of self-view is if you are um, you have a frightening view of yourself. This is the consciousness level of fear, which is 100 on the map of consciousness, and you feel like God is punitive. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I felt like I had a point of view at one time, a God view that um, God was punitive. I didn't necessarily have a self-view of frightening, but I did have frightening experiences. So, like I mentioned before, I feel like we have a mixed bag of levels of consciousness. Some of them could be unconscious or part of mass consciousness, which is what I'm suggesting a punitive God view is. It's more of a mass consciousness thing that's unconscious within me, but became conscious when I understood I'm like, well, that, that's the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, I don't want, I don't, that's not true, first of all. And there's something else going on that would have, within me, that feels like God is punitive. So you want to take a look at that and don't disparage yourself for having negative, negatively oriented points of view on yourself or God. It could have to do with what's going on in consciousness in general. But I want to, if it comes up, I, want, I just want to bring it to light and recognize, okay, this is not true. Uh, let's put my, you then put your focus on what it really is for you and work your way out of that, get rid of that negative point of view. So for me, um, understanding that God is not punitive helped me let go of that perception and move way up to the truth of God, which is all being, loving compassionate, much higher level of consciousness. I totally accept that and perceive it that way. I may not feel it every day, but my mind understands that that's the truth. So I go with it and allow the, that understanding to shift my level of consciousness. Okay. So frightening was at the level of fear. Now we're going up to disappointing self-view. <clears throat> I've had this too. And I had someone work with me who said, I've had a disappointing self-view since I was a kid. Something happened in my childhood that was disappointing and I didn't know how to process it necessarily. So I have this underlying disappointment energy running throughout my life, which is, you know, it gets overridden by other things because I have other positive aspect oriented stuff going on, but that disappointment is still running and I had to learn to let it go. So if you have a disappointing self-view, you can let it go. And it could simply have been caused by something in your childhood that you didn't know any better about. You didn't know, you know, how to deal with it at the time. And if you suppress and repress emotions about the disappointment, it's going to get buried. So that disappointment that maybe a parent or a teacher scolded you about being disappointed as opposed to allowing you to express it You buried the disappointment, and now it's hanging out here, attracting still. You don't know it's there, but you're still attracting, and you got to learn how to let go of it. So a disappointing self-view calibrates at 125 on the map of consciousness. Again, it's not a great place to hang out at all. Anything below 200 is a negatively oriented attractor field that keeps bringing stuff into your life that are of this nature. So... I'm here to help you understand how to let go of that and work your way up the map. And again, I have, there's an episode, I got to look at the episode number. I should know it by heart because I'm going to always refer back to the how to let go episode. I do a whole podcast and video cast on how to let go. And it's the starter kit into moving way up into higher levels of consciousness. All right, next up on the, levels of consciousness is a level of anger which is 150 on the map of consciousness and your self view is antagonistic and this could be someone who's like always enraged wants to pick a fight <laughs> you know but again that's your and so that's your self view you are antagonistic right you you're angry you're hateful you're aggressive if any of these things describe you you can let go of it because it doesn't serve you whatsoever at 150 on the map of consciousness. There's, it's destructive, and negatively oriented. And again, that lower level, anything below 200 is a downward pulling. I liken it to crabs in the bucket, and I think Dr. Hawkins did too. Imagine this bucket of law, lo- you know, um, Alaskan king crabs, those giant legs just coming up, just wanting to bring you down into the pit, you know, into the snake pit of destruction. <laughs> That's what lower levels of consciousness are. I'm trying to be kind of really gild a lily on what it is, so that you get the point. There's nothing going on there that's any good for you. It's destructive. Period. It's downward pulling. It's like it stinks. It's suffering. It's you know, it's no fun. All right. So you're getting it. The self view. You can let go of these self views, you know, and work your way out. And I'm here to help you with that. And then the last level of consciousness, that's of lower consciousness, is at the level of pride, which calibrates at 175 on the map. And your self-view here is demanding. And this is where, if you are a perfectionist, this this is where perfectionism hangs out. You're demanding of yourself, and the underlying belief is you're not good enough, which is, again... insidious level of consciousness and insidious belief many of most of the world has a not good enough belief so you're working your way out of not good enough by being prideful demanding imperfectionist righteous is the feeling of going on at this level and it's not a judgment it's just a way of being that you're you're in a, a tractor field you don't know anything better about so the point of this podcast is to help you see where you're at and understand how to let go of it in order to raise your level of consciousness. So, if you have a demanding self, you um, there could be other levels of consciousness that operate, you know, at a higher level that help you. You can continue to be this way, but it's always going to be a struggle, it's going to be a pull. You know, you're trying to get somewhere, but this is pulling you back. The imperfectionism, the pride, the righteousness, whatever, is a level of consciousness that you don't, you want to let go of that because it's going to free you in a big way. So the self-view at the level of pride is demanding. Now we're going to step into positive, higher levels of consciousness. And if you have a positive self-view, yay, (laughs) especially if you want a constructive, positively oriented, happy, joyful life. So the first level of consciousness that steps into true power and upward pulling energies, now the energy is pulling you up as opposed to dragging you down. Both of them have their own way of being. So if you're hanging out in those lowers, it's always a drag down like a toilet bowl, a whirlpool pulling you down, and this is pulling you up, kind of like a fun tornado. (laughs) The, the, the energies are pulling you up once you reach the level of courage. The self-view at the level of courage is that you are your life is feasible. That's positive aspect oriented. Then we go up to neutrality, which we talked about. Neutral The level of neutrality last week is one of my favorite ones to recommend. It's a good place to be when you have a, a tug of war going on, is to jump into neutral, which is, So courage is at 200 on the map of consciousness. Neutral is 250. And again, this is a log. This is a log number, 10 to the 250th power. And understand that if you understand logs, one point on the map of consciousness can be quantum, especially the higher you go up the map. So at neutrality, your self-view is satisfactory. So I'm just... You know, I'm I'm hoping that we're going to come across a word that describes your self-view as we go through the map, so you can see where you're at. Uh, willingness. The level of willingness is 310 on the map on the map of consciousness, and your self-view is hopeful. Okay, so being hopeful is good. And I remember someone disparaging people for being hopeful, and I think if this individual understood. The power in being hopeful is actually positive aspect oriented and meaningful, right? To be hopeful is a good thing. As opposed to hopeless, which is at 50 on the map, hopeful is 310. It's a quantum leap up from hopeless. Okay. Next up in self-view is the level of acceptance, which is 350, and the self-view is harmonious. Now, 350 is an excellent, I always want to point out these kind of doorways into higher consciousness. Courage is a gateway because you're now, you're at the gateway to true power, the level of courage. Acceptance is another gateway because at this level, you're willing to accept responsibility for your life and you're willing to stop pointing and blaming others. This is 350. It's a huge leap in power to decide, okay, I'm done. Blaming anyone else for my life, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how I was treated by my parents, in school, whatever, it's old news. And you're making the decision to step in to take responsibility of your life, it's a huge leap in consciousness to, to be at the level of 350, which is acceptance. And by the way, this level is what Dr. Hawkins calls the level where problems are solved. It's not that problems can't be solved, between 200 and 350, but 350 and above, they're getting solved for sure. So, if you're trying to solve a problem, a good idea is to hire some consciousness calibration scientists to test your methodology or understanding of how you're going to solve a problem. This would be huge for government to use. <laughs> of course, only 2% of the world cares about the truth, which is kind of funny, but it's okay. We're an evolving planet. All right. So next up from, to, to three, from 350 is 400, which is the level of reason. And to be of the conscious level, the level of consciousness above 350 is pretty rare still in this world. Maybe 8% of the world, if that, calibrates the 350 or above. So I feel like helping people that are calibrating below and then up to 350 is the range where most people can operate in. But it's good to know that you can use the mind, which is the level of consciousness of the mind is four hundred and above. And this is interesting. Self-view at four hundred above is meaningful. And when I took, when I kind of considered this for myself, I looked back on my life and everything that I'd done, and I honestly could step into saying, you know what, my life is meaningful. Period. My life is meaningful. And if you, and I think I felt a help, and I understood how powerful it was to acknowledge that and to accept it. And it's not to say that my level of consciousness is 400 or above. I don't know what it is, it doesn't matter. But this part of myself, this part of my self view, I'm like, I'm stepping into meaningful. And all I have to do is review my life and everything that I've done and how people I've touched and understand even the most difficult times were meaningful because they brought me to a new place. So I use the mind and the level of the mind. If you can step into meaningful and go through a little, you know, journal, write down everything that was meaningful and how you touched other people's lives and step into this level of consciousness for your, for your self view, I think most of us could probably do it with this understanding. Dig for ways to remind yourself of how meaningful your life truly is. And others, and it doesn't matter how many people's lives you've touched, to touch one or two lives in a meaningful way is enough, especially when you understand the level of consciousness of that meaningfulness. 400 on the map of consciousness is huge. There's very few people that operate at this level, relatively speaking, and there's no reason you can't operate from this level on your own view of self. Okay. The next level of consciousness is love, which is, this is another spiritual gateway at 500 on the map of consciousness. Your self view is benign. And I don't know that I describe my self view as benign. I'd like to, because I want to make the leap, but I'm still with kind of meaningful right now, in my own self view. But Dr. Hawkins also calls 500 is another spiritual gateway because you're entering the spiritual dimension, and the spiritual dimension is non-linear. Everything below 500 is linear in nature, and the truth of our nature is non-linear in reality. (laughs) Which you may not be there yet, which is fine. We're just putting into context where true power is, and that's the purpose of this podcast and videocast is to get. You're really going to get where true power is and use the mind to understand where it is so you can start realigning your energies, essentially. It's like you're realigning your energies. This is how I kind of visualize it. You're bringing everything in that's out of whack because you didn't know any better. And you're realigning yourself and you're making different decisions. This is part of happiness. 101 ways to happiness is to be decisive. Like, okay, I can decide that my life's going to be meaningful now. As an example okay you can decide okay god is not punitive i didn't know that i have this feeling coming from mass consciousness likely <laughs> and you know all this blame and shame garbage that religions can throw at you are notorious for throwing at you you can let them go because they just want to control they didn't know any better where they're operating from okay so a self-view that is benign you're operating from a level of love of yourself. This is loving yourself. Like, okay. The next level up is joy at 540. Your self-view is complete. You need nothing. <laughs> you need no, you're complete within yourself. You need nothing outside of you. You're joyful, for sure. Inner joy is coming from you at 540, which is amazing grace, by the way, to experience inner joy. is a quantum leap in awareness, and you'll know it if you come into it. I came into it on numerous occasions. It's not of this world. And I always like to say, you're not in Kansas anymore when you're operating from inner joy. And then at 600, the level of consciousness there is peace and your self-view is perfect. And this is a perfection from a different level of awareness because your God view is all being. And your your presence, this is the level, this is the, Gateway to enlightenment, 600. And then um, on the level of 700 to 1,000, you're likely not listening to this (laughs) because you're you're definitely not in Kansas anymore. When you're operating from enlightenment levels of 700 to 1,000, your God view is self. You realize you are God Goding. God is operating as you, in you, around all of you. You look into the eyes of another, you see you talking back, so I've had this experience fleeting because <laughs> I wasn't ready for it, but when you realize Dr. Hawkins talks about his experience of his enlightened experience what it what it's like, and it's a little bit weird, so I don't necessarily recommend you listen to it or you can, but you gotta you gotta realize you're operating from a lower level of consciousness and to perceive it as weird is maybe not. Helpful. It's not helpful. It's better to understand that you have no idea what inner joy feels like, possibly. I mean just 540 is huge. The experience of inner joy is huge. Never mind, enlightenment is quantum. I've had experiences that are pretty in the presence of what I feel was 850. I can't even describe it to you. You just don't ever want to leave. Heaven on earth. All right. So that is today's podcast on discussing self-view. And the exercise is to pay attention to thoughts about yourself, feelings about yourself. What came to mind when I asked you, what's your view of self? What came to mind? And then what came to mind after that? And today I'm asking you to pay attention to how you feel about yourself throughout the week and pay attention to the feeling. And then come back and say, all right, where am I at on the map of myself, you? And I recommend getting Dr. Hawkins' book, Power Versus Force. The so map is in it. And you can refer to it. And you can read each of the levels to see where am I at. And I, 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 I say it again, we're all, we're all at different levels of consciousness on many topics. So we're all over the map. And then our own level of consciousness is kind of an average of all of them. So um, I'd like to give you an affirmation on how to deal with your self view and aspire to something greater and i'm going to use the level of consciousness of the mind which is understanding all right so the uh, going on in use the mind to understand that a negatively oriented self view doesn't help you period and you can use the understanding of higher consciousness that higher consciousness knows your life is meaningful beyond measure, (laughs) right? It's, It's like a no brainer. It's like, of course that is true. You just don't see it yet. So you could use the level of consciousness at 400 of understanding and say something like, I'm willing to accept and I understand that my life is meaningful. And that alone is of such high consciousness because you're using willingness, which is 310 on the map, superpower. I'm willing to accept. Use 350. That's 350 on the map of consciousness. So willingness is 310. Acceptance is 350. I'm willing to accept and understand 400. We're using all these higher levels of consciousness for an affirmation. I'm willing to accept and understand that my life is meaningful. That's the affirmation for the day. And I love to use different levels of consciousness to fuel my intention, right? And when you fuel your intention, you're now in a tractor field. It's an upward pull. This is that tornado of love pulling you up into the higher realms. And the resistance of the negative self, you'll start to break free of it. And if you look at the map, you go, look, if you're operating from a lower level of consciousness on yourself, you go see where you're at and then use the affirmation I just gave you. I'm willing to accept and understand my life is meaningful to God, to creation, to all that is, because that's, that's true. That calibrates is true, likely. <laughs> I didn't calibrate it, but I'm using my understanding that it is true. And you may have to work yourself, use that affirmation. Maybe you can't say it yet. And just work your way up from the lower level you may be at and look at the map. And if you move up one level, even though it's still low, you're moving up. It's a a confirmation that you're letting go. You're breaking free from the resistance. You're lightening the load by working your way up. Your self-view matters. Learning to love yourself matters. And um, I was able to do it through understanding the power of letting go and how to let go of lower level emotions. I'm not saying letting go of them is easy; it takes practice, but it's for, it can work quickly. And Dr. Hawkins has said, you know, he's a psych, he was an acclaimed psychiatrist and had one of the biggest practices in Manhattan. He understands mental health, and not everyone has severe mental health problems, but when all of us are suffering with some lower level of consciousness, he found that the letting go mechanism was like a rocket ship relative to everyday psychotherapy. It just works faster. You may, however, need someone to do it with you. I'm not saying give up your therapist or medication or anything. However, you can practice it on your own and and follow what, um, if you feel you can, you got to step into courage on many things to do it. I did it. You can do it. (laughs) All right. That's today's weekly dose of higher consciousness, understanding your own self you. If you have any questions or comments, or if you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love reviews. If you're on iTunes or Google Play or all of Stitcher, wherever, there's opportunity to provide feedback, and I'd love reviews. And if you have ideas of other podcasts you'd like to hear about, I've got tons of topics already lined up, but I'm certainly responsive to people that have their own ideas of what they want to know about. If you like what's going on, you can follow me on my podcast at trumpeteroftruthradio.com. On YouTube, my videocast is trumpeteroftruthtv.com. And if you'd like to send me comments or questions, you can email me at liz at trumpeteroftruth.com. And again, I, I am the founder and editor-in-chief of the Mind Body Spirit Network, who is our sponsor? <laughs> Didn't that work out nicely? Totally check out the Mind Body Spirit Network. I love our members and everything that's coming together there to help you move into higher levels of consciousness and shift the consciousness of the planet is my overall mission. But I need your help to do it. All right, you guys, thanks for joining me. I'll see you, or you'll listen in to me next week. I don't know the topic yet. You'll have to just check it out. Hey there, Lovey Lou! If you are new to your weekly dose of higher consciousness podcasts or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So, for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness. A Proven Energy Scale for Realizing Your Ultimate Potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins and with Where We Are Now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1,001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1,001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and developed discernment skills, tools for transformation, high-vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.